All right. Hello, you beautiful humans out there. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening to this. Uh, today, Ruth and I are having a layer two conversation about a seemingly small, but uh, an incredibly powerful element of the foot nerd experience, which is something we call the proof of work health log. And so today we want to unpack this and answer the big three questions. What is the proof of work health log? Why is it important? And how does it help with the process of health? Um, so we're also going to share some thoughts about just the concept of proof of work in general, how it carries meaning in our lives, how it relates to health, and also just talk a little bit about our personal experiences with our proof of work health log or journaling. And uh, yeah, so we hope you enjoy the conversation and we hope this builds more meaning as to the importance of the proof of work health log. So Ruthie Pop, you yes. want to start with opening up um, this with some thoughts about maybe your initial impressions about that idea? Because this really, you know, we included a notebook, a nerd notebook uh, in last year's version of the, the Foot Nerd Experience. But this year was the first one that we really pro like hard coded it in and emphasized it. So I'd love to hear your preliminary thoughts on just the concept of proof of work and then um, initial thoughts on the proof of work health log as an element of the Foot Nerd Experience. Yep, sure thing. Sure thing, nerds. So the proof of work, the, the initial impression that I had was from you. When I was when I very first joined the Foot Nerd program, you would always talk about like how you wrote things down. And I've always admired, uh, I've always admired the clarity that you have. And I knew that it was because of the way that you write your thoughts, you write your ideas, you are always trying to clear the noise signal to get to the most important meat and potatoes. And I have had the experience of journaling and kind of writing things down, but it never, I was never very good at it. And it was usually because I would change the notebook with something more flowers. I would have like 72 notebooks because I have an office supply obsession. So it would become more about, and it would become more about the tools than the actual thing. So my first impressions, but when when we started to um, like refine and try to figure out what the best path forward with the, with the 2022 program was and the proof of work health log resonated even just the name because I, I intuitively, I just latched onto that. I knew that there was something meaningful about it. And I will say that I'm still going through the process of um, learning about this type of a tool for, in, in my personal purposes, clarity. And it's extremely powerful. It's, it, you have to, I wrestle around with it a little bit, but I think that it's um, the proof of work, even the name of it different from health log journaling or just the proof of work log, health log, different than the health journal implies that there's something more official and important. Like it, it, it kind of mirrors back to us what our commitment is mm. in the foot nerd experience. And we kind of changed, we recently made a change to that commitment based on the power of the proof of work health log. Instead of um, I vow to work on my health for 360 days, consecutive days, it's I vow to write something in my proof of work health log for 360 days in a row, because that's actually a much more concrete and less abstract commitment, right? Like mm -hmm. everyone has the ability to write a few words in a notebook every day. Um, the question is how well are you able to um, program that into your life and to make sure that what you write down is meaningful, which it might not be at the start. And I think one thing I want to cover today is like, 
it's not about what you write initially. It's about building the ritual of writing down your data from your experiments, your insights that you learn, uh, and basically just putting the, you know, maybe a good place to start is like, let's define proof and let's define work. Mm-hmm. As, and, and this is just my subjective definition that I've kind of adopted just so that people have clarity on what we mean by proof of work. So proof uh, is a document used to show that something is true. Work is an activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result. So in this context, the proof of work health log is proof that demonstrates you've allocated energy or effort to your health process every day for 360 days. So, you know, it's essentially the daily documentation of your process. It's an intentional journal as it relates to health specifically or broader. It's a tiny habit and it's a ritual. And it's all those things. And it can be different things to different people. But I think at its core, if we answer the why, the how, and the what, let's start with why. Why are we doing, why do we include a proof of work health log? Why is it being emphasized so much? And for me, the why is because it's helpful to have a tool to hold ourselves accountable and to collect data that can be processed for insights later on. But the the key insight there is like, it's a tool to help ourselves hold ourselves accountable. Uh, How does it do that? by recording what we did, the experiment results that we're getting, the insights, the lessons, the challenges, the wins, by recording it and writing it, not only do you improve your ability to remember what happened, but you create a data entry to prove that you showed up in the process of health for that day. And when you string those days together, I think a big thing it allows people to do is build momentum, right? Um, And like specifically, what is the proof of work health log? It's a daily journal to log your health process. So, um, you know, the act of building a ritual of writing down what you're learning and doing as it relates to your health process, that alone is a very, it's, it's a pretty hard thing to do, right? Like consistent habits that you're trying to program from scratch can be difficult to do, especially if it's something that requires you to exert energy, right? Because you can just write stuff down and it can be meaningless and that's, you know, you can check the box off or you can put effort in to making sure that what you write down is uh, meaningful, relevant, and perhaps can be of use later on when you start to go through your notes, which is another layer of effort. But I, I really think that we spend so much, you know, if we're spending a lot of time exploring, we need to start to take a more systematic approach to making sure that we're get we're extracting the golden nuggets from our exploration. Otherwise, we're just kind of guessing, right? We don't know really what works or not, unless we're actually um, spending processing time determining what works or not. And in order to process information, you first have to have a database of information the proof of work health log is the database that essentially documents your journey, right? 360 days, an hour a day is that's pretty hard. And everyone does it their own way. And the amount that you learn from start to finish is if you put a good effort into it is significant, but in order to like cement that learning into your experience, it helps to have a written record of it. Um, it, you know, it's essentially a way to, segment a unit of energy every day to make sure you've tuned in that you've paid attention that you put a little bit of effort into your health um and that serves as a monument of this thing that you accomplished at the end of 360 days like that's some that's a huge accomplishment and that that proof of work health log serves as the concrete proof that you did the thing you said you were going to do because everyone says they're going to do this when they sign up right like this is in the application process people commit to the process of one hour a day for 360 days, that little booklet is your proof of work. And, and you know, at the end of the day, health is actually your proof of work, but that serves as a concrete 
version of the abstraction of health. There's a, there's a, there's a few things in there that I, I want to like, I want to piggyback on Nick. It's traction versus distraction. Mm. It's the concept that we, that we write down something in our health log. Um, and we talked about how the partnership that we have in our foot nerd experience and our learning pod, like the other people in our groups that are witnessing our process are very important. You know, like when we were, were first putting this together, we were, we were like really excited about how people were gonna be in partnerships. And this was like great feedback from the nerds and it was gonna be put into play. But as we go on, we start to recognize how without the proof of work log, without the initial um, honest attempt to, to record the data, and then clearly and honestly going back and synthesizing what we're writing and then learning. So it, I think there's like a couple things, right? So like writing in the data, writing the data down just gives you that feeling of, okay, I did something, but then it seems like the inside self, like the soul is going to hold your, you accountable. Like you mentioned early before we started recording that you're in this partnership with yourself. And so when you write something down, you kind of know if it's BS or not. Like I've been, I'm on day 16 of auditing the new 2022 program. And I, I mean, I did color code it and I did, I would just want to show an example of um, the first couple of days like there's some blue hearts and some highlights and a lot of writing and I like writing with pretty pens and doing the thing but I was just recording what I would do in a day anyway and then I remember talking to you and you were saying maybe plan the night before what what you're gonna how are you gonna spend your day tomorrow and then I was like okay that's helping to clear the fog and then little by little it starts to to I start to tease out the nuggets and it gets more efficient. Mm. And what I think what is symbolic there is that I'm starting to become more honest with myself about what I'm recording. It's not all fluff. It's like, okay, well, and, and the honesty is hard because I wrote, I'll give you an example. Like I wrote yesterday that I wanted to go back to the basics with beam play. And I wanted to revisit my turns and my ninja squats I wanted to do a hundred jumps on my rope to help my tennis game. I didn't do one thing. I didn't do any of those things, but I wrote it down the night before in my proof log as my, um, as what I wanted to do the next day. And it's keeping me honest. So mm. I'm still able to record the data, but the most important thing is like the relationship with myself. What am I doing? What am I not doing? And, and what, where am I tricking myself? So my blind spots are getting revealed to me sooner. And now I have something super concrete to take to my partner and be like, here's what I wrote in my health log. Here's where I'm not being honest with myself. Here's what I planned. Here's what I did do. Here's where I succeeded, but it's there and it's significant and it's meaningful. And so the, what I wanted to just conclude with that is the difference between traction and distraction. So I looked up traction as the proof of work log is the way for us to like get this pull or this magnetic grip on our health ritual, our daily tiny habit. And so the more that we write in there, like you were saying, first, it's just, it might just be just the pen to the paper. We don't even know what we're writing. We're just doing it. And then little by little, the ritual builds, but you personally, we have to bring the honest meaning to it. And then little by little, when you do that, 
the, and I'm going to keep using the soul here because it's not really the thinking brain because the thinking brain wants to be distracted a little bit and gives into the resistance. But like my actual insides different from my thinking brain that want to be healthy that's where the traction builds like oh man you did that thing you did the 10 ninja squats let's and it, and so it's not a diversion or a distraction from this which personally after two years I could easily say that I work on my health all day long every day I eat great food I move but I have specific goals that I want to accomplish this year and those could fall by the wayside very easily without this beautiful book yeah it's like a tool for intentionality there's so many things you said there that you know one thing I want to zoom in on is as you're showing that book I'm kind of thinking like okay if that is that is you externalizing your memory it's putting data down in a book which is a physical artifact so that's no longer stuck in your brain and the whole idea that if everything that was written in there was still in your brain, you would have no clarity of thinking of getting like clear on what have I done? What do I want to do? What do I want to work mm -hmm. on? So the whole idea of externalizing your memory so that you put it onto like a hard drive, which is the proof of work log, so that your RAM, your random access memory, the stuff that you have available on a daily basis is clearer, right? You're like offloading all the stuff onto a piece of paper, it makes you mentally clear. It allows you like to have everything in plain sight instead of having to retrieve it in your brain, it allows for a lot more clarity. And I think the two most important elements when it comes to uh, someone wanting to improve their health, and I've kind of like zoned in on this recently, is clarity and momentum. And I think the proof of work health log not only gives you momentum because you can see this chain of days that you've done something in there. And even at the start, if it's really, if it has a lot of resistance, like if it's hard, if it's hard to remember, you just need a better prompt. Um, clearly everyone has the ability to write something in a book. So the motivation is usually the big one. And if the motivation, if your motivation isn't really high, then you might get a lot of resistance to writing something in there. So even if at the start, you just write, I wrote something in my health log, I showed up. And then one like small thing, like I ate a vegetable today. That's a success. That's a win, right? The idea is to stack wins. And at the start, it doesn't matter what you write in there. The win is that you wrote in there. Just like with meditation, it's like the win is not to meditate for 20 minutes. The win is to sit down on a cushion for 10 seconds at the start. That's the win. That's how you roll over into more momentum and then know that, okay, well, tomorrow I can build on 10 seconds. I can do 20 seconds or whatever it is. So yeah, just the more I think about this concept, the more I realize how freaking important this is for effectively navigating this health protocol that we're creating, right? Because it's all well and good to know, but to do requires a high amount of motivation and our motivation goes up and it goes down. But if we can just place our, our metric of success as showing up and writing something in our health log, even if it says, I had a really crazy day, I didn't really do much, but I wrote in here, that's a win. And you can feel good about that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and a couple, I mean, proof of work is, is, a, is a concept that comes from Bitcoin, but it very much applies to like daily life, right? Like my mental health is proof of the work I've done to have a clear mind. Uh, my fitness level is proof of the physical work I've done to build my fitness, right? My understanding of something is the proof of work that I'd done to learn something and um, you know, the one I really liked in terms of analogies is my ability to play an instrument is proof of work that I've put in time and effort into learning that instrument. So, so I think proof of work, we intuitively kind of know, right. Uh, in terms of like, you do this, 
and your body adapts, right? The, the output adaptation is proof that you put the right inputs in, right? If you get a good adaptation, it's proof that you put the right ones. Same thing on, on the other end. Um, but I really think that this, this whole notion of, you know, if you ask a lot of, I just try and listen to really smart people and hear what they say and hear what their habits are. And so many smart people that I've listened to speak or spoken to talk about this journaling ritual of writing stuff down every day as a self-reflection tool. And so, you know, for me, when I first started journaling, um, I had a lot of resistance to it. Like there was many times where I just didn't do it. And I would ask myself, like, why didn't I do it? It's like I put it beside my bed. Like I knew it was there. I had a prompt and I just wasn't motivated to do it. Or I put too much pressure on myself as to what I was expecting myself to write. Right. Like I don't have any, uh, my brain's not clear enough to think of what to write or, you know, I didn't do anything worth writing about. But the act of writing on a consistent basis is the ritual that gets you, you know, it goes from being something that's very hard to do that you don't want to do to something that is you actually look forward to doing because without without writing stuff down, my brain is so cluttered, I can't think. So I have this bad habit of writing notes on my computer. And I have like 1000s of notes that I haven't gone through. And there'll be certain like during monk week, it's like, I'll, I'll try and go through like 500 notes and delete 400 and 50 of them and keep 50 to go through at a later time to be like, okay, well, what are the good things in there? Because most of the stuff is junk, but I had to get it out of my brain to create clarity. And so having this process of going through your experience and layers to really mine out the, the nuggets, I, I don't, you know, it takes effort and people need the bandwidth. And maybe some people don't have a lot of bandwidth, but it's so freaking worth it. And I think yeah. with health where clarity is so important and you know, not knowing what action to take is essentially results in inaction. Most of the time, I think writing stuff down about, you know, like recording with intention, what you did and what you want to do is a facilitator of action. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to ask you about, so you said you take notes on the computer but we, but, but, you know, like we talked about the physical writing, could you, could you just, could you kind of like talk about your ideas about the difference between digital notes and digital proof of work or like unloading digitally or unloading and data collection in an actual physical writing pen to paper? Yeah. So Every day before I go to bed, I write in a journal that's done pen and paper because I don't keep any electronics in the room that I sleep in. Mm -hmm. But if I look now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, there's 12, <laughs> See, <that's> terrible. <laughs> there's 12 freaking notebooks here. Some of them are for very specific things that I don't write in very frequently. But what I'll typically do is write notes on my computer. If I'm in like, if I'm during a work day, if I'm on a walk and I have something worth writing down, uh, I'll write it down on my phone. Then those notes on my computer, I then go through and each note I write has kind of a title, a subject line. I'll go through those and filter out the 10% good stuff and put them in its um, appropriate notebook. And the reason I like the notebook is because if I want to work on one project, all I do is I go somewhere with no electronics. I take that notebook and I'm in that mode. That's my focus. So what I realized is my word economy is much better when I write something down. When I type shit, I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. like most of like there's so much garbage in there, which is why that's the first layer, which then gets filtered through into the written form. So I think my I'm more intentional. I think more about what I write when I'm writing it analog, like pen and paper. My daily journal is only pen and paper. Um, and I think it's important for everyone to have like a system, 
right? A system that works for them and their life and the things they're working on and how they want to hold themselves accountable. Um, but for me, it's like an archive that I can, that I've sort of systematized with titles and different notebooks so that I know where to access what information when I need it. And also I have kind of the framework of filtering systems where it's like raw notes. There's a lot of them. Most of it's no good. Then it's like filter one, go through and take and eliminate 50% of the stuff. Filter two is like, what is still relevant? If I took these notes like three months ago, is any of this stuff even relevant? Um, and then it's like the really, really good stuff I'll put into um, like an official document for myself to read later on, which is sort of like taking a thousand things, condensing it into the best five, and then allowing myself to just focus on that because I've already gone through the layers of, of all the other stuff. And I think that's where I determine where I detect the biggest patterns in my health that I would never have seen until I zoomed out. And the only way I could zoom out and actually still have a perspective of the landscape was because it was written down on paper. Um, all my biggest insights come from reading through my own notes and filtering through. And, and the more I do that process, the less noise I end up creating, right? When I go in and realize like out of a hundred notes, most of the stuff is garbage. It's like, well, I'm going to write down less stuff. I'm going to have a tighter filter to write something down, right? I don't just write down every thought that comes into my brain for fear of forgetting it. It's like, I'm going to go through a bit more of a mental process to be like, do I actually have to write this down? Is it, if it's so important, I'll probably remember it. Exactly. Um, you know, like, you know, where am I at right now? Am I distracted right now? And so, yeah, I think note taking is like, I've always taken notes. I've never, I only uh, recently in the past, maybe three or four years applied a rigorous system to my notes. Mm -hmm. And that gave me exponential more exponentially more results than just taking more notes because then it's just turns into a giant batch of data that has no meaning. So, yeah. 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 I, I, I was thinking um, about how, when I, I went to school for a lot of years, most of them were not note-taking years. I was doing so many other things, but when I decided that I actually wanted to learn something and I would take notes, I would listen to the, lecture because I would record it then I would write a ton of notes and then by the time it was I was ready to take an exam or something I would just have bullet points that would just have like you were saying like I would just condense 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 and as I was so this is my point about even remembering this is that it's one thing to so by the time let me finish my thought by the time I took the exam I was so ready the bullet points just kind of triggered my intern my memory of what the of all of that synthesis that I did by condensing, 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 like mm -hmm. you're talking about in your journals and figuring out what's most important. And then those were the times when I had, I actually had so much fun taking a, a test in college because the learning process of rehearsal was really fun, you know, like getting the noise out, but you're learning the details as you kind of like keep simplifying, simplifying until you just have a few words that trigger all of that rehearsal that you have been um, going like through. You're making, up until that. you're making mental yes. folders. So you like do a bit of work to pack all this information into a folder. And then mm -hmm. all you got to do is remember the folder. Yeah. And when your brain goes to that folder, it can retrieve some of the information you packed into it. And the more we create these systems of folders um, mm -hmm. mentally, the more yep. we're able to get clear compartmentalization of knowledge. And then also when you understand like the fold, when the folder titles start connecting with each, with each other, you're like, Oh shit, 
that's connected <laughs> to this, but the, but the elements in the folder are so different than the other folders. You're like, those things aren't connected, but it's just this like this effort of pro this processing effort, right? And this is something I wish I would have realized in school where I spent so much time trying to, trying to memorize data. I never actually processed whether or not I understood what I was trying to memorize. Mm -hmm. And now I'm all focused on processing. I've pro like yeah. already, I probably already have all the information I need in my life. I just have to better understand how this information interrelates and how I, how I can best use that information in my life. Like I'm still taking in more information, but I think I overemphasized, um, gathering information and I under underemphasized processing of information for most of my life. And now I've flipped it where now it's more about, you know, like I'd rather read one page and spend an extra 10 minutes trying to realize like, did, do I actually understand what they're saying? Whereas before I'd plow through like 20 pages and be like, I don't even know what I just read, but I read it. <laughs> yeah. And that's also, so you just illustrated why I think that taking those tests in college were fun because that process was actually me understand, learn, learning deeply, like the information rather than um, just trying to memorize. And that was the fun part. And I think it was fun because the brain loves novelty and loves to learn. The brain wants to work like a, like a, I always say this, but like a horse wants to be exercised. Like our brain yeah. does want to do that and it does feel good. And I wanted to say something about like our technical or technological world and our digital world is that when we, with our phones and how we have the access, you know, we can access so much information with ease that this, that I, I think that, I mean, I think that this way of learning is still relevant, like that we have you know you use the analogy of a musical instrument right so like that you you actually having the physical ability to play a song is proof of work that that you you have learned that and i think it's a really great example um about like how that is because it's something that we do with our bodies you know so it's not intellectual necessarily it's something creative and i think it's so true for health as well like we we're, what we're actually talking about is deeply learning the proof of work log and health log is actually part of our deep learning process in health and i wanted to emphasize the importance of of not just you know like yes in the beginning we just take down data over time, we wrestle with the material that's important. What are the gold nuggets that we pull out of there? One of the things that I mentioned briefly was how you said to plan ahead the night before or the day of what is your intention for health that day. I think this is key because I think this is a key component that you just don't come back and like kind of jot down things that you did for your health in retrospect, that the planning process is important in the learning process and setting an intention. Honestly, like I'm going to eat three vegetables today instead of one. And then you have something to ask yourself, did I do it? No. And then you ask yourself why, why or why not? Or you give yourself, um, awesome. You know, if you did eat three vegetables, yeah. The second thing is that synthesis, Nikki Pop, the synthesizing part about how you, you must go back, you know, you have, so and there's often when, resistance to that because you're like, I already did it. I already did it. I get it. But, yeah. And I always get that. But when I actually end up doing it, I'm like, oh God, that's so rewarding and so important. 
Well, when you were talking about journaling and how you were resisting journaling, I have, I hate journaling. <laughs> That's why I call it the health log. Cause I'm like, we can't use like the journal, the word journal just has a, sh most people are just like, Ugh. no, but it's so the resistance is real because it's like you, you know, like yeah. you're right down and you're like, oh, that's me. So I would have like all these journals that had, I mean, the act of just getting it out of our brain is, and bodies is one thing. But yeah. then like going back to look for patterns, I just That's threw hard. the journals out. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I think I missed an opportunity there. So th synthesizing is like every 10 days you go back and you look. And that was even hard because I was like, but it's so pretty. I highlighted that. Yeah, I'm looking back. But then I dug in there and I was like, this is not even relevant. This I do every single day. Yeah. This is not, this is not, and I'm not, I'm not being hard on myself. I'm just looking at the. I'm just looking at the material, the data with honesty, right. right? So I was like, I listed 14 things here that I did before we ever started the Footner experience. So what is it that I'm actually doing? And then little by little now on day 16, I mean, it's still a lot of bullshit in there, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to tease out like this yoga challenge. I was like, well, I don't even, the truth is, and I wouldn't have done this. I would have probably just stopped doing it. And then somewhere inside me would have felt bad about myself for it, for like, oh, I would have probably done something like this inside my brain. Honestly, I'd have been like, you always, you're kind of lame. Like you always, you never, fin you never finish your projects. Like you are kind of what you're, you know, you kind of, you never finish, you never finish anything. Right. But with the proof of work. I have work this all the time also, by the way. So you're not but lame. I don't feel that way this time, Nick, because I'll tell you why because of the proof of work log. I went in there and I was like, Nick said, ask yourself, why did you not finish that? And I was able to answer, honestly, I'm not actually that interested in learning this right now because the, the postures are way too advanced for me and it's too much material. And, and I'm not that, I'm, I'm honestly just not that interested in this right now. And How I was able to- an insight is that Ruth? That's such a good, that, that there's so much work to go into coming to that insight, but once you have it, it's like so liberating. Yeah, and I, I will say that once I started to pattern in the layers of re-going through my notes, it made me realize how much shit I read in there that I stopped writing. But it was only by knowing that, okay, in future, I'm going to reread this. Is this something I want to reread? Like you start to gain foresight into clearing up and only writing relevant, useful data, not just data for the sake of, for the sake of writing stuff down. You go mm -hmm. from, I'm just going to write something down for the sake of writing it down to, oh shit, I got to go through all this all again. So most of that, I don't need to keep writing down to now it's like, what is the most meaningful and salient data that I will be able to benefit from at a later date when I go through this again? And what I realized is I spend, I used to spend more time writing, less time thinking about what I wrote. Now I spend way more time thinking about what I'm going to write and less time and um, sentences are, are written. So it's less stuff, higher signal, whereas before it was more stuff, mostly noise. But yeah. that whole thing is like this zoomed out process that only happens if you go through this system. Um, and that the whole goal is to have people be able to build systems and and acquire tools that allow them to have better clarity um, mentally and also in terms of the process of health, right? Like mm -hmm. if you if you don't know what to do one day because you've had a crazy day and your mind's cluttered, maybe you just maybe there's like a cheat sheet in your health log. It says if you don't know what to do, go for a forty five minute walk, come home right in your health log. 
like that's a good cheat code. Ooh, um, that's so good. And that, that's that really also good. is a fulfillment of your commitment oh of writing gosh. something down and doing, spending time on your health. A walk is a beautiful, we were just talking about this before, a mm -hmm. walk is a beautiful tool to implement because you'll have so many things come into your mind and so many things just get released on a walk. But people, because it's not sexy, people are like, oh, it's just a walk. It's like, no, 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 go for one, you'll see. And if you're still yeah. not clear when you get home, go for another one. Yeah. That's so good. I'm going to, I can't wait to listen to this so I can write that down. <laughs> so I want to I, I just go through some nuggets, um, yeah. three nuggets that I have. And then um, I'll give you an example of some things that I, I've written down in my okay. own journal, which mostly is a proof of work health log is what I would consider it because um, it is a huge element of my health process. So some nuggets in the beginning, what you write in your log isn't important. Writing your log daily is the win. So keep that in mind right? What you write initially, not important. Doing the act of writing something in your log is the win. Um, with practice, you get much better at writing useful data and thoughts. And then the last little nugget is that your log is the raw material repository that you use later to extract patterns, insights, conclusions from your experiments. So knowing that that's what it's going to be later in advance allows you to be much better at writing stuff in your log. So in the beginning, it's not what you write. It's just that you showed up to write something. With practice, you get better at writing the right things and not just writing noise. And then knowing that your log is going to be the raw material repository for later review allows you to have a better idea of what to write in your log. So those are the little nuggets that I wanted to, uh, to say. Do you, do you have any nuggets from personal experience about the proof of work health log? Just that part about uh, about actually going back and summarizing like every 10 days, you know, really, really looking at your patterns. And I just want to emphasize that, that the, the synthesizing part is very, very important. Yeah. Like even if on the 10th day of each lesson, so each lesson is 10 days. Mm -hmm. If the 10th day was just spent on go for a, like, a, like an hour for me in that context would be spend 20 minutes going through the past nine days in my proof of work health log, write some things down, go for a walk, come back and write down 10 more minutes of things I thought of. Like maybe that's a good use of your 10th day each lesson because it really puts a button on that lesson. Yep. It ties up all the loose ends and it creates a blank slate to go into the new lesson, new topic with a, um, with a fresh mind, right? There's no baggage that's yep. continuing to, 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 to come with you. Yep. Um, so examples of little things that I've, I, I know I've written in my journal. Uh, I kind of took a little browse. So um, here's one example. Hard to wake up this morning. We'll work to improve PM routine and calm my mind tonight. Five minute meditation, um, impromptu meditation was helpful. Went for a 45 minute walk, much clearer when back home. Explored the squat position for 10 minutes, as much variety as possible. Testing a 10 a.m. coffee curfew this week. Tip of the day, consciously respond to the world instead of reacting to it. So those are just like little nuggets that I would write. And they, when I read them after the fact, it kind of inspires me as to like this little lesson that I learned that I kind of forgot about because life happens, but also just like little things, right? Like, okay, I was tired this morning. So tonight I'm really going to make an effort to clean up my PM routine. Like that's a good little control save. And then I can look back on that and be like, oh yeah. And then, you know, in next in tomorrow's journal entry, it might be like woke up much better, much clearer, 
uh, PM routine did this and it worked really well. So it's like, those are the little data points that allow you to make productive use of them and learn the big lessons and learn the behavior changes you can make that really benefit you and also learn what doesn't work, right? Like if you do something, you're like, well, that was useless. Well, okay, write it down so that you know not to do it again or to, to do it differently next time. So yeah, it doesn't have to be any crazy stuff. Like one of the biggest things that I found resistance with journaling initially was that I was, I was overthinking what I was writing, thinking that someone else would read it. But it was for me, right? Your proof of work health log is for you. If you want to share it with someone later, that's fine. If you want to become a health guide, um, then you have to show your proof of work and have it kind of audited by an existing health guide. I think that would be a good way to um, have a bit more rigor in terms of the proof of work to show like you not only just wrote stuff in there, like it's, it's good stuff and you put in energy to, to process all the stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, don't put too much pressure on yourself because if you have these unreasonable expectations, it can often be a lot of resistance. And if that resistance isn't, is, is so high that it overcomes your motivation, you're probably not going to do it. Um, and the last thing I'll say is that if you're forgetting to do it, build a better prompt. Right? If, the, if the reason you didn't write something in your proof of work health log every day or you missed three or four days in a row was because you forgot your notebook, um, just write it on your phone, write it in your notebook when you get home. If it was because you just forgot, literally put the journal, put the, the health log on your pillow. Like that's, that's literally what I had to do because otherwise I found ways to, to trick myself into forgetting, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything else to add to that. I do, except for that, like how power, what a powerful tool it has been that I've never been this consistent with. Yeah. I mean, it's 17 days in to our 2022 program and I've had some major insights and I've witnessed, I've been able to look at some blind spots, honestly, without judgment and just be like, that is a pattern that needs to change if I want to feel better. And it's very helpful. For for example, um, one of the things that I've had an insight just in reviewing my log is that I tend to I tend to be so excited about something that I do the much I try for the most advanced thing first. For example, if I were learning the piano, I want to like I'm so excited to play that I, I start working on a Mozart piece rather than Mary had a little lamb. And I think I do that. It's it's starting to become more and more clear, like how I just don't need to do the yoga challenge and be, you know, levitating. I need to just work on my 90, 90 position with both butt bones on the ground. And it's so much better. And there's so much, it's such a, a good feeling to do that. So I agree. I had the same thing recently. I started to play the Darbuka drum and I was like looking at all these complex patterns. I'm like, how the hell do these guys do this? And I realized <laughs> like, I don't even have the finger mechanics to like tap the drum in the right place yet. <laughs> like I need to start there. And once I realized that I actually really enjoyed like, diving microscopically diving in to get the motor pattern of hitting the drum in the right way and that was like one little tiny lego piece in this giant structure i'm trying to build but at the start i was just trying to build like the castle where i'm like i don't even have i don't even have the building blocks yet and you know oh my sure gosh. Enough, i wrote that down it was like every day oh. beginner mindset i have to we have to end this topic with this quote by it's an old ancient saying i don't even know who said it but i read it and it's Start with what's necessary, then do what's possible. And then the impossible just naturally starts to happen. We don't need to say anything else. That's it. Oh, Thank you for watching yes. this, humans. Thank you for watching. We hope it benefits you. And uh, whether you're taking the footnote experience or you're just going along in your independent health process, 
have some sort of proof of work health log in your life. It's so beneficial. It's difficult mm -hmm. at the start. If you have to begin again, um, do so until you succeed and learn from each time that you're unable to do it. And eventually you'll pattern that in as a daily ritual. And I can speak from my experience. It is the, one of the most beneficial self-awareness and health progress tools that I have. So mm -hmm. thanks for watching. Yep. What he said. Ciao for now. Ciao.